Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Um, on this episode, I have some stuff to talk about and, you know, the usual, basically. Um, so right now, describing the sky, it is, you know what, it, I'm going to tell you today. Today is December 2nd. Um, it's a Friday, and I sat down. I'm so glad that today is a Friday because I am done with this week. I just really want it to be like the holiday season and have like a nice long break because you know what I know we just had I know we just had um Thanksgiving break but I want more like I want more breaks um so basically basically the sky is setting I mean the sun sun not the sky the sun is setting it's like getting dark um, the clouds are very pink. They're kind of, like, flat. I don't know how to explain it. It's just really pretty outside. But it's not one of those, like, um, humongous, like, dramatically beautiful, like, sunsets. I don't know how to explain it. But, like, some sunsets are, like, normal, more normal. And then some are just so stunning. And when you open up social media, it's all over. But anyway, it's not one of those sunsets. Although it is very pretty. So that's like what the sky looks like. Um, updates, as for updates, I haven't really done anything. Um, to give you guys an update on 359, I can't because um, I can't really give you guys an update because I haven't read it yet. I haven't started it. Um, I haven't read past like the few pages I was already at and I really do have to start it. It's just that I don't wanna like scare myself and yeah. Um, and as for the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, I'm almost done with that book, and I can tell you that I was literally so surprised with the main character. If you've ever read The Hunger Games, um, Snow is not a good guy, okay? Just, this is no spoiler or anything, like, pretty much straight off the bat, you know that he's a bad guy, and... The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes is all about him. So um, it went a little bit differently. And um, obviously, I knew that whatever happened in this book would um, be related to how he turned out, you know, and how he is when he's older. And um, I really, it was like a very, it was so weird, you know, Um, because in the beginning of the book, he was different. And then toward the almost like mid, like, halfway through the book, he became like a better person a little bit. It's so weird. Like you have to read it to understand it. Like some of my friends were talking about it last year and I was like, okay, that sounds cool. But I had no idea what they were talking about, obviously. And um, all I can tell you is if you're a Hunger Games fan or if you read the Hunger Games and thought it was enjoyable to read, now you have to read The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Like it is so weird but it's such a good book weird as in there's like lots of plot like i wouldn't say plot twists it's just it's weird thinking about how this character thinks and works um it's interesting in that way not exactly weird but yeah 
Um, besides like reading and stuff, I haven't really done anything. I have like an event tomorrow. I'm going to make some cupcakes. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'm going to have lots of fun tomorrow. And I've um, attended this event a couple of times. It's super fun. But um, like I said earlier, I really wanted a break. And it's just I have to get up tomorrow and go to this event. And it's quite a long event. So even though it's really fun, I kind of don't want to go, even though I have to. Um, I know I'm going to like it, but it's just so tiring to think about spending all that time somewhere else that's not my house in pajamas. Okay, I want to stay home in pajamas. I want to like read a book or something, but it is going to be fun. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all that's happened. But can we talk about Wednesday? It's a show on Netflix, and, um, I'm pretty sure it just released, like, a few days ago. Um, everyone's been talking about it, like, all my friends. Um, it was released November 23rd, so it was just a little while ago. And it's, so the blurb is, while attending Nevermore Academy, Wednesday Adams attempts to master her emerging psychic ability, thwart a killing spree and solve the mystery that embroiled her parents 25 years ago. Um, so yeah. That's the plot. That's what happens. And I found this on Google. So I heard it's a really, really good series. It's comedy horror. The ratings are really good. Everybody's saying it's really good. I'm kind of curious who rated it badly because there's like 6,000 reviews on Google. A few people gave it one star. I don't know why because everybody likes this. Yeah, I don't know why they gave it a one star review. Pretty much everybody gave it five stars, and I think for good reason, because it has to be a good show, and everybody's saying it's a really good show, so I have to watch that. It's on Netflix. Um, so that's my little update section. Um, I can't really give you guys updates, <laughs> um, because I've recorded, like, so often, like, almost every other day it feels like or every few days like every three days I have been recording it used to feel like a chore I'm not even gonna like lie to you I'm not even like it used to feel like a chore like with my previous podcast and whatever I didn't like I liked podcasting don't get me wrong it just felt like a chore to get up turn the computer on you know go on anchor and click record and actually like put stuff out there it was kind of like a chore and I felt like I didn't have time for it and sometimes I didn't but a lot of the times I definitely could have put in some time to do this instead of being unproductive um but now it does not feel like a chore I think like it's almost it's so therapeutic like I've been talking about and I also think it's just so much fun and I feel like it's been a lot easier too to just talk about stuff since I actually have stuff to talk about. Um, so yeah, <laughs> my little update section for you guys. To jump into actually what we're gonna talk about, we're gonna do a quote. Um, we are going to, it's not actually a quote, it's another lyric, song lyric. Um, I really like finding quotes from movies or from songs or just generally having people tell me quotes. 
or just like finding famous quotes because I feel like it's so easy for me to get off topic and get off track and stuff. I feel like these help me stay grounded, if that makes sense. And I also feel like for song lyrics, you can take it anyway. Okay, I'm going to be honest. So some lyrics hit hard, you know what I mean? Like they're so relatable and they hit very hard and it almost for me personally it feels weird having someone else singing them and them not being able to feel and understand what the lyrics mean you know it's like weird to think that that person doesn't understand how you think about the song and how what what the lyrics are actually saying because they've never felt that feeling they've never been in that situation it's so weird um but that's one of like the things I feel like even though if you haven't like I have never like I don't think any of my situations and any of my like events that have occurred in my life are exactly similar to Taylor Swift's or Selena Gomez's or anybody who writes a song or sings a song or anything like I'm not going to have the same exact events and situations and stuff but the lyrics are relatable because you can take them in any way that you want. And some lyrics are just like kind of like straightforward, like you have to get it pretty much one way. You can't like alternate it too much. But there's a different way that everybody perceives it, which is why I like them so much. Like I could be singing this song with so much emotion and truly get the lyrics because it hits hard and somebody else could be singing the same song just for fun. And seeing it a different way or maybe they're singing it with the same passion or whatever or feeling it just as much as I am but they see it in a different way and relate to it in a different way which is why I like doing lyrics especially and also I just like music in general um lately I've been listening to like a lot of Taylor Swift um like every day I'll spend like an hour. Like I just play it. I figured out how to connect my phone to my Alexa that I should be better at like technology and stuff. And I should have known that I could do that. But I, I've been doing it a lot more often and I've been playing Taylor Swift. Um, okay. So this is obviously a Taylor Swift quote because since I've been like listening to it a lot, I get the lyrics more. And um, I have to do Midnight's. Like, I have to pick a song for Midnight's. Um, and I'm extra, so I picked two songs. So, obviously, no, it's not obvious. But the first song that I picked is You're On Your Own, Kid. And um, I just wanted to talk about this for, like, five seconds because this is so good. I feel like in the beginning when the album came out, nobody was actually talking about this song. Um, and I didn't really listen to this one because I was still like, I was, there was like a few songs that I could not get over. Like I had to keep listening to them. And, um, eventually I was like more, I started listening to this one. Um, and it's just so good. Um, I'm going to give you guys my favorite, like lyrics in this one. It's, the second to last like paragraph I don't know how to describe it but it's because because there were pages turned with the bridges burned everything you lose is a step you take so make the friendship bracelets take the moment and taste it you've got no reason to be afraid I'm not going to sing it because somebody's going to make fun of me um but those like those lyrics are like relatable because I feel like, I don't know about you, but if you've ever been hurt 
or just are afraid of something like that, then it feels so hard to like move on, you know? So no, that's so bad. Like I'm so bad at explaining things like this. Do you know whenever you've been like hurt by a friendship or any relationship or whatever, it's almost like you don't want to have anything else again so you don't feel the same way, you know? Like you don't want to. You don't want to have that next friendship, that next that next relationship, whatever. You don't want to have it because now you're scared that it's going to end the same way and you're going to be hurt the same way um and basically saying everything you lose is a step you take and that is what I tell myself every single time something hurts me every single time I feel like bad or whatever or something is just so like hurtful and I don't know how to like get on and move on and I don't know what to do I tell myself that everything that I lost right then and there everything that I got hurt for everything that happened is going to make me better because now I know. Now I know what it's like. Now I know what I can do. Now I'm going to be a better person. I feel like for me personally, whenever something like that happens, even though like I'm really, really upset, I'm really, really low, I don't know what to do. After that, I come back and I'm like better than I was before. Um, I hope that's for everybody. I hope that we all can learn from things like that and become better. Um, I know it's very hard and I can't say that it's easy because it's really not. And um, there's just certain things that you can't get over because they're that hurtful. Um, yeah, but it's a step you take. Um, so I love that like she like highlights this kind of, you know, um, that she lost all these things. And it's a step that she like after that, it's something new. There's a new page there's a new door there's a new you kind of a new person because you learn now and you're better than ever um but anyway (laughs) I'm a little bit too deep for that one but I just love that and I it took me a while for like I thought about it and then I let it sink in and yeah and then would have could have should have is my second song Um, and literally I think I'm obsessed because this is like the entire song. I don't know if I could like pick a lyric for this one, but I'm going to, I feel like this entire song, you know how I was talking about, like, it's hard to move on. It's hard to like get over it. Um, for like friendships and relationships or whatever, I feel like this is relatable because it's like hard to move on. Like. I regret you all the time. I can't let this go. I fight with you in my sleep. Wait, no. Yeah, I fight with you in my sleep. The wound won't close. I keep on waiting for a sign. I regret you all the time. That is, if you've ever, like, (laughs) there's probably people listening out there and then just being like, you, like, just not knowing what it feels like, you know? Um, And then there was a bunch of you, probably a lot of you, who are looking at this and being like, that hits hard, you know? Um, 
I regret you all the time. I can't let this go. I fight with you in my sleep. The wound won't close. I keep on waiting for a sign. I regret, I regret you all the time. For those people who, when I say that, actually, like, get it, when they actually, like, listen to the song, they get it. Like, you could be like, what do you mean get it? But I know for those of the people who have been in a very, situa- um, very similar situation to me, they'll hear that and they'll feel the same thing that I feel whenever I hear that. You know? Like it's a feeling <laughs> and um would have could have should have I feel like is a perfect example of like not being able to move on and not sure how to move on and not sure like what to do next and then um you're on your own kid really is like before that and there's like two ways to take it if you're really not that hurt you just move on but then would have could have should have is actually kind of I feel like what happens after that you can move on and then after that you can come back I feel like this is how it go okay you're on your own kid and then would have could have should have and then bejeweled because like how she's like you know in bejeweled she's kind of like getting back up if that makes sense like for bejeweled i'm taking this a little bit more than it needs to be wait no bejeweled taylor swift lyrics there's like a specific okay like even the first like bit of the song like i think you've been a, i think i've been a little too kind didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind and the shoes i gave you as a present like that you know um you know what's relatable in bejeweled putting someone first only works when you're in their top five that is so relatable because like if you get it you get it okay <laughs> you get it you get it um and then but that's not the lyric I was talking about. The lyric that makes me feel like it would come after would have, could have, should have is I made you my world. World, Have you heard? I can reclaim the land and I miss you, but I miss sparkling. Like, is that not like right after what would have like come after would have, could have, should have? I feel like this is like a literal story. And right now I'm putting together the pieces. I'm so proud of myself. So, um, Yeah. That's what I personally think. Um, it's almost like a little story. Um, it's really weird. That's how I see it. I don't know if anybody else sees it that way. So that's not the point of this episode. We are not talking about Taylor Swift this entire episode. But we are going to be getting into friends and friendships and um, toxic friends and bad friends and whatever. Okay? But generally, we're going to be talking about friends that maybe are your real friends or maybe are just very bad friends. Um, I'm just going to close my curtains because it's so dark outside right now. Um, there's still sunlight, but it's pretty dark. Um, and I can almost guarantee you I will be listening to Taylor Swift after this. And then maybe make some ramen. Not maybe. I'm going to make some ramen. All right. So let's, let's get into this, okay? Um, I've been talking about, you know... These songs that, you know, you're on your own kid, would have, could have, should have, that's like, like being hurt from, um, it could be anything, but in this case, we're going to say friendships. Like, have you ever, like, I know I talk about friends a lot on this podcast, but have you ever, like, been friends with someone, someone, and then, um, you're not friends with them anymore? That really hurts. Um... And um, have you ever had someone who you 
who was like your best friend who was like the closest person to you almost that you would talk to every single day for hours and then realize that they were never actually your friend and um there's probably some of you who are like yeah that just happened to me or yeah I remember when that happened to me and there's probably some of you that are like no that's never happened to me for those of you who have never had that happen to you boy you're lucky because that stuff hurts um because and if it's the first time that it happened to you, you're so unassuming. But then after that, you're kind of a little bit more wary. You know what I mean? Um, for me, I'm so like that happened to me once. And now I am still not careful enough. And that's the problem with me. I'm a little too trusting of people. Um, it's bad. But yeah. <laughs> so I have picked up some stuff from the last thing that this happened. And um, I know that I'm not gonna be perfect at this and I am not all knowing, but this is what I personally have noticed for signs of toxic or bad friends. And I'm gonna talk about them. So first of all, I put doesn't listen to you. Um, this is a big one because like, I'm not saying they're like not listening to you at all like you know they're not looking at you when you talk well that could be something too but like they're really not listening to you like when you talk they act like it's almost like it doesn't matter or it matters very little you know when they act like whatever they're saying is more important than what you want to say you know like if they like keep interrupting you keep acting like they're better than you um and keep making you feel worse and like interrupt you don't listen to you like um here's a really good example like you're talking about something and then they completely change the topic to whatever they want to talk to talk about and interrupt you that is a big sign and it might not be as obvious as you think because um it's not like a lot of like like these people are not evil okay they're just bad at being friends and um a lot of the times at least like i don't think people are like evil because they're a bad friend i think they just need to learn how to become a better friend um but they don't know how to be a good friend when they do these things. And let me let me tell you, there's a difference between being toxic and being a bad friend. Because you can clearly tell when somebody hates you and you can tell when somebody's being a bad friend. Toxic, I would say, is like, I think I would put it into three categories. One is bad friend. Second is toxic, being like, you know, not helping you grow, kind of like limiting you almost and then the last one's like completely like full-on hating you um but pretending to like you or just full-on hating you and you just don't understand that they don't like you um so yeah those are the three groups that i would categorize when i'm talking about this list so when they don't listen to you that means either they're a bad friend they completely hate you or they're being toxic. So it's like a lot, like everything on this list is one of these three things, but you can clearly tell. And I'll go over which one, like specific traits for each type of bad friend. Um, okay, so doesn't listen to you. 
next thing on the list is um won't say no but instead like makes like I don't know how to say excuses almost um and this is kind of confusing when I actually like say it but to give you an example like if you um ask them to come to this event or you make plans together and they're like oh I have to get permission or I have to like I don't know or is there any other people coming um do you know who'll be there like every single day they'll try and like kind of push it back a little bit um and they're just not they just won't say no they'll just try and like I don't know how to explain it they'll be like when you ask them, they'll be like, oh, I don't know, I have to get permission. And then the next day you ask them like, oh, did you get permission? They'll be like, no, I forgot. And then after that, they'll be like, are you, are you sure? Like, who's coming? And then the next day they'll be like, oh, um, uh, what time is it again? And then the, it'll keep going until like you have to cancel your plans or you decide to go without them, you know? Um, and a lot of the times people do this because they just don't want to say no to you and they feel like you're forcing them or something. Um, I had someone do this to me and I was not forcing them. <laughs> I wasn't forcing her. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So if they do this, usually means they don't want to go with you or their parents are super strict. It's one of the two. Um, a lot of the time, not a lot of the times, but some of the times, it usually means like they're being kind of a bad friend if they're not honest that they can't go or um, whenever I can't go or like I'm busy or something, I'll usually like take an hour, half hour to like sort things out and make sure I have time or whatnot. And then I'll get back in like an hour or a day or two. But if they're like really pushing, like it's been 20 days and they still don't confirm it, then yeah, they don't want to go. Probably. Um, all right. So you're always the backup when they have no one else to talk to. So this is like a big sign because like, if you're always their backup, like you, they only hang out with you when they don't have anyone else to talk to and they ditch you for other friends. Um, like for example, you wanted to like hang out with them and they ditch you because they want to talk to another friend, you know? Um, you're always like the second option and keep in mind some of these, like this one, if it's one time, then okay, maybe it's understandable. But if they keep on doing it, you you gotta know that there's something here. Um, you gotta um, use a little bit of common sense for some of these. Like some of them, you only need it to happen once to know that they're a bad friend. And some of them, they need to happen multiple times because sometimes it's just, you know, they're having a bad day. Sometimes they're like not understanding. But even though that's that, if they've done it like 10 times each, don't keep making excuses for them because they've already proven to you that they don't like you, okay? Or they're being a bad friend or they're being toxic, okay? Um, yeah. All right. And they're never happy for you. That's a big telltale sign because if they're not happy for you, what kind of friends are these people? Like, they're not your friends if they're not never happy for you, you know? Um, that's a pretty obvious sign. Um, they don't stop when you tell them to. Like, if you, if they're, like, if you want them to stop doing something, like, you're actually being serious and it's not, like, funny anymore, um, and you tell them to stop and they don't, they should be respecting you. And I get it if they're, you're, they're, like, joking, 
you know? But, like, if once you tell them to stop seriously and they still don't, that's not, like, okay, you know? Like, you gotta, like, respect other people and you respect them, right? And if you respect them, they gotta respect you back. Um... Okay, they talk badly to you about their friends. Oh, my God. You, like, this is, like, so you're, like, having a friend, uh, a conversation with your friend, you know, and she brings up this girl that she, or girl or boy or whatever, that she's friends with, um, she or he <laughs> is friends with, um, and that your friend starts talking bad about them, even though, your friend is friends with that other person. They start talking bad about them. This is a sign because if they're talking bad about someone else in front of you, that means they're probably talking about someone else, talking to someone else about you in the same way. A lot of the times you're not special. Like if they're talking bad about someone in front of you, you can pretty much guarantee most of the time that they're gonna go talk to another friend about you in the same way. It's hard to believe, but um, it kind of makes sense because they're talking bad about their so-called friends. Well, you're their friend too. They could be talking about you in the same way. The next thing on my list is they only hang out when they need you. Like, if they need help, they need you to do them a favor, they don't have anybody else to talk to, then they call you up. They're like, hey, can we talk? Do you want to hang out somewhere? But then otherwise, they won't talk to you at all. They won't call you. They won't whatever. But they'll only call you if they need something from you. That is not, that's a bad sign, okay? All of these are red flags. These are bad signs. Um, okay. They're constantly thinking about themselves and no one else. This is, like, just in general, if you are so, like, obsessed with yourself and you don't care about anybody else or think about anybody else, this is, like, bad, you know? Like, especially in a friendship, if they only care about themselves and not about you, that's a bad sign, okay? And that's very clear. Um... And you might be wondering, like, how do I tell if they're constantly thinking about themselves? Well, I guess, like, if they're, if they're constantly talking about their situation and never try to help you and always expect you to help them, you know? Like, they never ask you questions about what's been, like, going on. Like, they don't really want to help you. you. They only want you to help them. Or maybe... Um, they are constantly interrupting you. As you can tell, a lot of these like signs fit together. So it's almost like a puzzle that you piece together. Um, you might want to write these down if you feel like you have a friend like this. So you can like cross them off and see how many times you get check marks and stuff. There's a point when you will see for sure that they are being a bad friend, a toxic friend, or they just full on hate you. And the last thing on my list is they don't respect you. So this kind of goes hand in hand with everything. So I can't really talk about it because um, obviously you can tell when someone's not being respectful. Um, so those are signs that you can look for. And there's a lot of other signs, but I just picked these because I feel like some of these are the most obvious. And I feel like um, they are things that are easier to pick out for me um, and for you and for everybody who's listening and 
Um, yeah, so I picked those. Now let's get into the difference between a bad friend, a toxic friend, and a person who downright hates you. Okay, so first of all, bad friend. So they're, they're people who are your friend, okay? They genuinely care about you. They genuinely like you, but they just don't know how to be a good friend to you. That is very different than being toxic because when people are toxic, then they don't care about you, okay? They just care about themselves and um, they're only doing it for them, okay? They're only being friends with you for their benefit and they don't actually care about you. And then people who hate you, they're, they, they just hate you, okay? They hate you and they will do anything to make you feel bad about yourself. For bad friends, I feel like the best way you can handle this, if you know that they care about you and they're just like, don't know how to be a good friend, then I feel like the best way is to just talk it through with them. Like, um, that's like, I don't like, can you, I don't know how to phrase this. Like, when you do this, it's really annoying because like, you know, whatever, and it makes me feel, like, insignificant, and that's, like, not very nice, like, um, something, like, just to let them know that what they're doing is, like, literally not okay, and they shouldn't be doing that, um, and if they actually genuinely care about you, then they will actually try to stop, and you know what, they should stop, because they care about you, if they don't care, and they keep doing it, and they get mad at you, um, then they're probably a toxic friend, they might get mad at you if you start accusing them and be like, you are, like, you start pointing fingers and be like, you're the worst person in the world. Like, yeah, people are going to get mad. So, like, approach it in a way that's, like, very careful and just be like, um, please don't do this again, okay? Or please don't do that again, you know, so that they know that you don't like that, okay? But don't, like, if you're literally going to, like, point at them and, like, scream at them and stuff, then obviously they're not going to like it. Um, so that, I feel like that's how you would deal with a bad friend. And then for a toxic friend, cut it off. Cut the strings. Um, don't, like, if, if you're super close with them, I know it's super hard to, like, get away. Um, but slowly start, like, talking less, cutting ties, you know, just moving a little bit farther. And eventually, you'll be at a safe distance. For um, people who just downright hate you, then just, like, cut them off immediately. Don't talk to them. Don't associate with them. They hate you, okay? So don't give them the pleasure of them annoying you. You know what I mean? Like, just cut them off. They're not even your friend. So, like, why do you care? Cut it off. Um, oh, and I shouldn't have said, why do you care? Because I know it's, like, very hard um, to figure out that your friend hates you. But, um it's kind of empowering to know that, um, they're not your, I mean, it's not empowering. Now that you know that they're not your real friend, it kind of feels like, oh, that's why they were doing all those things. Like it suddenly makes sense in your head and you start to get angry. So it's like easier to cut them off right away. The difference is like for a toxic friend, you kind of like slowly cut ties, um, instead of like full on, like, I don't know, like, push them away like thousands of feet um not not physically like don't ever actually push someone like that um, but like literally um 
mentally, I feel like is a better word for it. And then for people who hate you, just, you know, push them away, get them out of your head. Again, not physically. Um, okay, so that's kind of like I really wanted to do like a toxic bad friend kind of episode because I feel like that's like we pretty much I feel like once in your life you're gonna face somebody like that. So um a few cutters or whatnot that I've learned from a little bit of experience, even though I am not the wisest person in the world, I do have some things to say just like we all do. So yeah. Um I feel like that's the end of it for this episode. Um for my challenge, I'm gonna continue with the last challenge because it has not been a full week. Um, so I wanna give it a week before I give you guys another challenge. So that's pretty much it for this episode. I would love it if you shared this podcast episode with one person who you feel would benefit from this episode. Uh, maybe a friend who loves Taylor Swift or someone who's struggling with a toxic bad or someone who hates them. Friend. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope, I hope it was helpful and I'll see you guys in the next one.